This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Vic. You're listening to another episode here on the Mindful Experiment as this week, I had an awesome interview with Sean Randall, and he is a metaphysical novelist and manifestation expert. And we talked all about manifestation. We talked about his story, got into manifestation, the mistakes people make when it comes to it, what is manifestation, and then how to really become that expert in it and how we don't need anything externally. Everything is all within. We've heard that story before. You've heard me talk about it before. Sean brings it to the table. So tell you a little bit about Sean. He is the author of A Piece of My Mind and Words Like Wine, recently released his debut novel, Letters from Lima. The new book takes readers on a journey inside a world they never knew existed to uncover the truth and discover themselves all over again. In March 2020, Randall took a, a vacation at, to Lima, Peru, with no idea what was in store for him on that faithful trip. He met uh, Elliot. 15 months later, they were engaged, and now, and they now make their home together in Barranco, Peru. What started as a way to get away and clear his head became an adventure filled with two years of intense writing and revisions, all while living in South America's most vibrant city. Originally from San Diego, California, Randall also spent time in his adolescence in Port, Port, uh, Portland, Oregon, Colorado Springs, Colorado, and South Florida, living on the coasts and in the mountains, and still the wonderful and love for our natural, natural world. In 2008, Sean moved to Chicago, Illinois. The urban setting heavily influences life and work. 
Randall, through his writings and manifestation training, aims to help people find inner peace and uh, contentment amidst the chaos of modern life. Ancient Latin America wisdom and Eastern philosophies permeated Randall's work while he employs a dry sense of humor and zen-like deadpan in his writings. His unique style encourages readers to look inward in order to make decisions for themselves rather than to be swayed by external influences. He strives to help people choose their own paths and embrace the miracle that is reality. This was a great interview. I highly recommend taking some notes on this as I truly enjoyed this wonderful conversation. Here is Sean Randall. Sean, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. I'm excited to have you on. I love your I love what you're up to. You talk a lot of stuff that I'm very big into in the quantum world and so much more. And I can't wait to get into that stuff, but I also can't wait to hear a little bit about your story. So my listeners know I like to get right into things. So what is how'd you get into what you're doing today? Like what's what's that journey? Yeah, so I, I'm gonna start in March of 2020. Um, and I went on vacation. I was living in Chicago and I was a real estate agent and I wanted to get, um, a vacation in somewhere warm. I hadn't been on vacation in like 10 years. Um, my life had not been going the way I'd wanted it to for a long time. And I dealt with, um, depression and I dealt with drug and alcohol addiction. And in 2019, I was able to win that battle and I had, uh, an entire year of sobriety and business was starting to go better. Life in general was starting to go better. So I was I was ready to reward myself. And I went to Lima, Peru on vacation. Um, and I met somebody and fell in love. And I thought, man, this is fantastic. Life is really starting to come together for me. It's it's amazing when you kind of, you know, buckle down what, what can go go right. And I was feeling very proud of myself. And I was very, uh, I was having a very high experience um, in terms of just the way I felt about my life. Um, I remember standing on top of um, this pyramid that's 1,500 years old. It's right in the middle of, of Lima called Huacapuclana. And it was just, it was breathtaking. You could see the Pacific Ocean, um, and you're standing on top of these ancient ruins where people used to walk for months to bring people to bury or to do ritual sacrifices. And then you see these glass-towered financial buildings and Spanish colonial architecture. And it was like, man, I'm, I felt like I was right in the cradle of civilization and humanity. And I was like, I'm, you know... This this life that I've been struggling with is so small, and there's so so much out there and so big. And I thought, man, there's endless possibilities in this universe. Was and and that was definitely the first time I really started to feel like the universe was starting to flow through me in a way that I hadn't experienced, and at least in a very very long time. And so I went I went back to Chicago uh, a week later, just high on life, excited about a new relationship. I'd already planned a trip back for June. Um, to to uh, see you know how this was going to go and, and pursue the love interest, but when I returned to Chicago, the pandemic happened, so the world stopped turning on its axis, and my business that I'd been working hard on um, was slowed down, and the border was closed, so I couldn't even you know. My first thought was, well, I'll just go back to Peru; that'd be fine, but you can't do that without an airplane or, or an open border. So uh, I moped around for a couple months. I think probably like a lot of people did. And one day I was scrolling through social media because that's what you should do when you're down in the dumps is you should turn to Facebook and see what people are eating and, and drinking. And But anyway, I saw a bunch of posts about people complaining about being bored and, and gaining weight. And I thought, man, that is, that is a mirror 
on my life. Right. So I'm like, those two problems, you know, can, you can remedy both of them with one easy thing, which is to get up and move. So I went out for a run and I'm like, this is not, I'm not doing this. I've come too far. I don't know what the answers are right now, but this is not, I'm not going down like this. And, um, I, I decided that the, the, the universe was offering me an opportunity. I just didn't know what it was. And I realized that the one thing that I had available that we all had available in the pandemic was lots and lots of time. And I said, if I have all the time in the world, what would I, what is it that I would do with myself? And I had dabbled in meditation a little bit, but I'd never got into it. And I said, all right, well, now I've got the time to really do it and dig into it. I started to build up, you know, 15 minutes, 30 minutes. I got to where I was doing three or four hours of deep meditation a day. And, you know, that's where I started to really experience um, the power of our subconscious and the power of, of using your mind to actually um, channel into the quantum energy that exists in, in everything. And so in that process, I really, I'd always been, a, I'd always written, but I'd never really been a writer. And I said, you know, this is really, a, this is the core of who I am. This is, you know, win, lose or draw, this is what I want to do with my life. And the best way to become a writer is to actually start writing and actually start doing it. And I had all the time in the world. So there was no, there was no excuses. It wasn't like, oh, I can't focus on this. I've got career work, anything like that. And so um, I, I dove into those two things. In September of 2020, I visited um, family in Florida and I was on the way back um, to Chicago in my car. And it just, it hit me. I said, you know what, you know, take, take off the training wheels and, and do what you want to do. And I made a decision that as soon as the border opened to Peru, I was going back, but I wasn't going for a visit. I was just going to go there. And the, you know, the universe had something for me there. I knew it had, you know, a a relationship there for me and, and it had love for me, but there was also, there was something else. I didn't know what was there. And so in October, I took a one-way flight and I didn't know if it was going to be three weeks or three months. It turned out to be uh, closer to three years, um, which brings us to present day. I I just moved back to Florida and I'm engaged getting married in August to the person I met in March of 2020. And in that time, I I finished my second book of poetry, which was a piece of my mind. Um, We released my first uh, metaphysical novel called Letters from Lima. And then we just released the manifestation method. So my writing career is off and running. And um, there's been a lot of bumps along the way, but there's a clarity that I have when I uh, pursue each day that this is my purpose and mission. And um, it's, it's meant, it's just made the, the, all the difference in the world. And that, you know, the key lesson was that back when the pandemic happened, you know, I learned that the universe will give you what you need before you get what you want. And so that's kind of been a premise of my work um, since that time. I love the last statement there. It's going to give you what you need before you get what you want. I think it's so much caught up in the law of attraction and the manifestation world that it's like, oh, I can just get what I want. And this is how I think. And this is what it's going to be. And that's the end of it. And you have people out there, some people who actually teach this stuff and say, well, that's just how it works. You just say what you want and you're going to get it. And that's it. And even with my own experience, I believe there's just something else. I don't think it's just that easy in some ways. It can be, but I think it's more like you said. I want to get into that a little bit about the need. What was that need or what is that need most time that shows up? So the listeners can hear this and go, hmm, what is he? I want to get a little, what, a little more specific on what that is. 
Yeah, I love I love what you just said there. I mean, so part of you know in 2020 when I was um, you know diving deep into meditation and got into manifestation, one of the things I kept running across was people, you know, teachers and experts saying, you know, I can't tell you how it works. I can just tell you that it does. And I was like, well, that sounds like bullshit. And it is. And to your point, you know, we've got all these videos where people think, okay, if I if I close my eyes and at the same time I hit like, share, and post on somebody's Instagram feed, I'll get a million dollars in my bank. And that's not that's not the way it works. Um, you know, manifestation is you know, it starts with discovering who you are and what you want to become and and engaging in that process and letting letting life in the universe work through you, um, as opposed to trying to orchestrate a bunch of material stuff around you. And so, you know, what the need is, is I think first and foremost, the universe will help you discover yourself. One of the reasons that I think a lot of people continue to struggle with lives that are mediocre is nothing really bad happens to them. I was fortunate and blessed that the, that the world well before 2020, the world kicked me in the ass and from, from my own mistakes. And so I knew, I knew that, I had to figure something out. And then when 2020 came and I thought, I thought I had figured something out and the universe said, no, here's everything you want. It's right in your grasp and I'm going to take it from you because there's another, there's a, there's something else that you need to figure out about yourself because I was trying to, I was trying to pursue career and I was trying to have success and attract all these things into my life in order to attract what I really wanted. What I really wanted was a lasting romantic relationship. I wanted to feel like everything I was doing made me worthy of being loved. And the truth is that we're all worthy of being loved regardless of anything that we've done. We just don't feel that way or, or many of us don't feel that way. And so um, that for me, it was figure out who you are, have a genuine an authentic understanding of what that is and go after that with everything that you possibly can and then let go of what happens along the way. I think that's the, really the key to manifestation is that you, you let go of your plan and your expectations and let the universe start to work for you. And once I realized that life was unfolding on my behalf and it wasn't something that I had to orchestrate or contend with or work, work through, um, then I realized that that path to becoming the person that I already am is it's inside of me. And it's, it's not an easy path by any means, but it's, it's a clear path. And when you have that clarity and that focus is when things start to, you know, fall into place for you. And you, and you realize that the universe brings things into your life that are so much better than the stuff you wanted in the first place. And I think that's the other part of, you know, you get what you need before you get what you want. And then most of the time it turns out that what you want, you didn't want anyway. And so, um, I think that that's, um, I, to me, that's the most rewarding part of the journey I've been on. I couldn't agree with you, Bora. I, I have a phrase I, used to tell, I tell people a lot and I've been saying this for a while. And it's like, when you ask for an apple, the universe is going to give you an orange. And at the end of the day, you still got what you wanted. It was a piece of fruit but it was the one that was better designed for you. Yeah. And a lot of times you brought up another good point where it's like the letting go. I think, you know, humans, we, we want the one thing we don't like is uncertainty. COVID came. I think that's one of the, one of the many things that came from that is un, how to embrace uncertainty, or at least people had the opportunity to try to learn how to embrace uncertainty. And I think that when we get into this whole thing on manifestation, it's like, I'm going to control it. And really, you, you look at our mind, right? Our mind only has a certain perspective of what it can see versus the universe can see 360. 
Yeah. And so it knows how to put all the pieces of the puzzle together to get exactly a higher level of what it really is you're seeking rather than us saying, nope, this is what I want. And and how do we know that's not controlled or in the sense of being or a program or a construct or conditioning of society saying, oh, that's why I want it instead of, and that's why I love you. The other part you brought up about um, knowing who you are and yeah. knowing you know, that part. In your journey though, was it, you know, because you, you did a lot of meditation. Was there ahas along the way, awakenings? Was there like a spiritual awakening as you were going through that process, uh, that self-discovery? I, I like to call it self-discovery or you can, whatever term that aligns for you, um, that helped you to see those deeper cores? Yeah, I, so there's a lot of them along the way. I, I, one really big one that I remember was, uh, it was on that trip when I was driving back um, to Chicago from Florida. And so I had made these decisions and, and this is, so I'm driving at night and typically, um, you know, at that point, it's more of a drowsy period. I'm going through like the rolling hills of North Georgia and Tennessee, and there's, you've got the lights of oncoming traffic and all that stuff. And I, I had like an adrenaline high because of the clarity and the decision that I had made. And, and, you know, I, I jumped, I jumped off the cliff without a parachute and I was excited about it. And I, I don't remember doing that ever in my life. And in that, in that feeling of, of clarity is where, so I'd been working on letters from Lima. I had this working title from my experience, um, the first time that I had been there. And it was, it was originally, it was going to be like a memoir and it was going to be these a collection of letters back to people that had meant a lot to in my life. And I wanted it to kind of be like a book of gratitude is, is kind of what I was thinking, but I had a bunch of starts and stops. I couldn't get it anywhere. I read it to a few, you know, parts of it to a few people I trusted and got thumbs downs, um, along the way. And so I had this, this creative urge inside of me and I didn't know how to get it out of me. And when I had that clarity and when I was on that drive, it came to me, the characters for the, the book popped into my mind. They started talking to each other. I knew what they looked like. I knew what they were wearing. I knew, you know, how the story ended. I knew where they, um, you know, their entire backstory and everything that, that had happened to these characters. And it, it flooded into my brain instantly. So that was not a, that was not, Sean Randall having a intellectual um, experience based on, you know, my personal level of talent, that was the universe flooding me with a burst of creative energy. And so when that happened, I was like, man, I'm onto something here in a, in a bigger way than I ever knew. And, you, you know, that, that to me was like the aha. You know, the other part of that is I was driving. And so as a writer, when you get ideas, you like to be able to type them or jot, jot notes down. And I couldn't do that. I thought about pulling over to the side of the road and I, that wasn't safe. So I'm like, I was, you know, about 20 minutes from the hotel. I'm like, I can, I can do this. I can make this. And I said, you know, I've been, I've been working on stilling the mind. I've been working on holding concentration and focus and meditation. I can do it with all of this information that's coming to me. And this is the letting go part. I said, and if I can't, I'm going back to Lima anyway. So this, the the stuff that's inspired this will come to me again. It, I will not lose this. I might not remember it when I get to my hotel room, but it's there for me. And it, it will, it's, it's the reason that the universe has put me into existence is to tell this story. I had that kind of clarity and that kind of conviction about it. And, you know, I, I view, um, I don't use the word God a lot. I view, I view the world as a mental um, conscious, creative thing that we don't understand and trying to explain it is probably a big waste of our time, but it's not a waste of our time to think about it and, 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 and have an interaction with it because it's a creative mental force and we can tap into that. And so for me though, that, 
so that moment was like, I, I'm just dedicating my life and my work to whatever that is. I call it the all. And so it was like, this, this book is going to be an offering to the all. And as good as it is, or as bad as it is, doesn't matter. It will be the best that I can possibly do. And I'm empowered by the, the entire universe and the energy that makes up every single molecule that exists is flowing through me right now. So that was my aha. Cause then it was like, man, I can do anything. Just want to take a quick break here and just share with you if you've been enjoying this episode please do me a huge favor and just share it with a friend a family member someone that you know would benefit or enjoy listening to this just like you are if this is your first time listening to the episode please subscribe if you haven't done so already it allows you not to miss another update or episode release that we do. If you're enjoying this, please do me a huge favor and sh share a review on whatever platform that you listen to at uh, the podcast on. It helps expand our reach and our mission out there and so much more. Now, let's go ahead and let's get back to the show. I love that. And for listeners, I don't know if you can tell, but you can feel that energy. It's totally different. Your tone, the energy, the words, everything is just total shift. And and that, and that, I love that because this is stuff I try to teach clients to tap into, right? Because when it comes to like finding fulfillment or finding yeah. that, that, and I like to use the word fulfillment and some people say, well, what's fulfillment mean? And I say, well, you have to define what it means. I could tell you what it means for me, but that may not be your, my, your definition. And but you bring up a point that I always emphasize so much is that energy of where you're coming from. There's passion behind that. There's excitement behind that. You're yeah. just like, and and that's the thing that I try to tell even listeners here to follow that when you have that show up. And we do so real quick. I, I asked this just out of curiosity. Did you end up remembering all the stuff twenty minutes later at the hotel? That's a great question. I yeah. So I I got to the hotel. I got checked in. Went you know went to my room. Um, and you know, immediately I'm on the, doing notes on the cell phone, immediately started to, you know, um, peck it out with my thumbs on the cell phone. And, um, I, you know, I don't remember how long I wrote for at that point, probably a couple hours, two or three hours that I was, you know, just scrapping, you know, and, and when I was writing, you know, I wasn't punctuating, um, quotations and stuff like that. I was just getting the words, getting the letters on the page. That's all writing is, is arranging letters on a page and, and, you know, so the universe is, is working through you as a writer when you do that and have that creative spark. So yeah, I was able, I was able to get it going. And I mean, that I think, you know, you flash forward. So that was, that was September of 2020. And that, you know, Letters from Lima was released in December of 2022. So it's like, well, what happened between that amazing, incredible, inspirational um, spark, and then getting the book done? Well, a lot of a lot of trial, you know, a lot of challenges, a lot of times where it's like, Oh, I'm stuck here. And Oh, it's not, you know, it wasn't easy the whole way through, um, by any means, but that initial, you know, that, that initial conviction, you know, kept, kept me going through the project, even through, um, you know, challenges and setbacks. And I, I had a fantastic editor who, um, you know, worked with me for several months to, as we, you know, revised and drafted. And, and again, it's like, you know, the end product from the first version that I gave um, the editor to what is published is so much better than I could have possibly done on my own or imagined. And it's like, you know, and, and there were life, there were, 
you know, things kept happening in my life that kept me going, all right, well, I don't know if I agree with this thing that I wrote back six months ago. And, and so there's a lot of soul searching and a lot of challenging that went along with it. I think, and you've touched on this in our conversation so far, I think it's important that people realize that manifestation, that creating the person you want to be, creating the life experience that you want to have, being fulfilled is not is not an easy assignment. And it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of um, consistency and it takes a lot of resilience. And so that's you know, one thing that I think is always important to highlight. And that's not that's not a really popular or marketable um, message. So that's so true. It's not as you know, it doesn't, it's not a shiny lure, in other words. Um, so let's get into then a little bit like what are, and I think we may have talked a little bit about this, but I just want to, you know, for the listeners again, to recap on that is, so what are some of the mistakes uh, people make when it comes to manifesting? Because I, you probably have heard this just as much as I, or, or if it's like law of attraction and, and, or things along that nature, they say, oh, it doesn't work. Um, yeah. Um, what are some of the things that you, through your experiences and all your work that you've done is that you see a common mistake when it comes to those things? Well, I, I think it's just a human instinct so to so to me gratitude is the most powerful conductor of quantum energy that exists in the world and so the and the reason why that works is that when you're grateful you you can be grateful about something that's happened you can be grateful about something that's happening right now or you can be grateful about something that's happening in the future and the incredible part of our brains is it doesn't know the difference and so the ability to be grateful for things that have not yet happened yet. And, but believing with a hundred percent conviction that they have happened, not that they will happen, but that they have happened is, is the key to manifestation. Living your life as though the experience you want to have, you are having right now. That's what abundance is. Abundance is not having a lot of money. Money is essentially useless. What we want is the feelings that we think money can give us liberation, freedom, uh, status, approval. We think we can buy love. We think we can buy comfort, security, all these things. And you can, if you turn inward, you can create all of those feelings in your mind without a cent in your pocket. And so once you understand that and you go about your life is that way, well, all of a sudden, then the things that you think you want start to come into your life. And that's the law of attraction, you know, which is not, manif- it's, it's an aspect of manifestation. I think that's the other thing, right? Is is, is not confusing those two different things. Manifestation is is the act of creating something, understanding that that word has a very specific thing. It is not the act of the universe giving you a bunch of free stuff because you've, because you've decided that you want it. It's it's a completely different process. And so, but the mistake that I'm, I'm trying to cue in on here is not to want a bunch of stuff. It's to be grateful for having it already. And, you know, especially you know, for, for most of us that are, are listening today and, and the, you and I speaking, we live, regardless of how much money we have or think we have or don't have, we live in the 1% of wealth in the world. I think the number for that is like $37,000 a year of annual income makes you in the, one, the top 1%. That was something that when you go live in another country, you start to realize how fortunate and blessed we are. And so, you know, the other day I was waiting for something. And I was getting impatient and I, but I had, I had, uh, uh, I was eating these snacks and I was listening to this cool music in my car. And I thought, man, if we went back in a time machine a hundred years from now, people would be looking at me like, who is this futuristic space age King God that's eating this prepared food, drinking a sparkling water with flavor, with no calories 
and listening to music in, in this comfortable luxury car. It's like, and yet I was, I was, you know, ticked off that I was waiting for something. Well, that's, that's the mistake, right? I'm, I'm expecting something that I want in my life. And so as soon as you have an expectation for what you want, and it's something that you don't have, you've now shifted to an attitude of scarcity, and that will destroy you every time. And so that's, it's, it's the most challenging. So that's built into our evolutionary instincts is to acquire and to build and to gain and to, you know, garner resources. And, you know, the key to manifestation is realizing that you already have everything you need. You have more than you need. You have enough to share with the entire universe, figure out what that is and do it and be grateful that you've been, you know, been given the opportunity to do so. And that's, that's when stuff really changes for you. I love that. I couldn't agree more. And, and I, I'm going to come back to the gratitude and energy stuff in a minute here. But when you, how about the, the when people get into that state of scarcity, what are some tips that you give to, because I think there's just so much, just unfortunately, social media has a lot of great things and has a lot of bad things. And sometimes people can get hooked in it. Like, you know, if I go on LinkedIn and I can go look at the articles they share and I'll see once every, probably like, Four to five times a week, I will see something about looking at, oh, there's going to be the dollar is going to collapse, the recession is yeah. going to cut, like all this fear based stuff, right? And so, what are some things that you recommend to help individuals? Because I know my listeners go through this to flip the script, get out of that state of scarcity in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. So, Understanding that you have the power to choose what you focus on in, in your mind. And so you can focus on the past, the present, or the future. And, you know, realize you can focus on what you have or what you don't have. And then you can focus on um, and determine what the meaning of events in your life are. And so if there's something that you feel like you don't have that you want, it's it's realizing, going back to what I you know I learned, is that the universe will give you what you need before you get what you want. And so there's an opportunity there for you to discover. So when you feel that you ha- there's something you want that you do not have, you're getting something else. You have to you have to find out what it is. And not only are you getting something else, you're getting something better than what you want. And it's it's choosing it's choosing to realize that the universe is unfolding on your behalf, and that it, it's you know and and that life is not happening to you. You're not working against it. Now, I don't know if that's literally true, that statement, but I do know this. What is literally true, what is 100% true is you make that choice. If you decide that life is unfolding for you, it will. And if you decide that it's happening to you, it will. And so realize that, you know, these experiences we have, whether it's fear or scarcity or anything like that, these are just 100% natural, normal, evolutionary instincts. Our ancestors in the African savanna, if they heard a rustling in the leaves behind them and they thought, oh, well, this is just the breeze, they probably didn't survive. The ones who were like, that's a lion. I need to do something about it. You know, those people were wrong 99 out of 100 times. But the one time that they were right, it saved their life. And so that's the that instinct is what's preserved our species. And we still have it. It just doesn't happen to be as useful to us in the year 2023. And, and we also just have to realize that there's a difference between a lion and not having the car I want or the pair of shoes that I want too, right? And so the survival instincts that we were uh, have been evolved with are very, very different. And so realizing 
that we have so much in our lives. It's incredible. It's never been easier to live as a human being. And that doesn't mean that there's not adversity. And that doesn't mean that there's not a different set of problems, but we don't have to hunt and gather our food. We don't have to walk miles for, for basically dirty water that we, you know, come bring back. We don't, you know, one of the things I loved seeing in my time in, in Peru is you have, you know, they, the, the ancient cultures used to gather water and stone and then the, the water would drip through the stone as a filter. So, you know, you have this, this, tiny little stream of drinking water that they would make available for themselves. It's like, can you imagine not just being able to crack open a bottle of plastic water, chug it, and then, you know, throw your bottle in the recycling bin and hope that it doesn't end up in the ocean. Like we, we live in a ridiculous world and we don't, but we don't think of it that way. We just, we're so focused on what it is that we don't have. So, you know, I, I'm hard on myself when I get to that place. I'm like, don't be a brat. You know, that's, that's the little thing I tell myself. You're being a brat right now. And, and just remind myself, you know, I have so much in my life to be grateful for that's already happened, that's happening right now. And I have an incredible amount of stuff to be grateful for that I don't even know what's happened yet. And that, that to me is the key is when you can shift everything to realizing that it's a, an opportunity and to be grateful for that, that's, that's the best way. And it doesn't mean, and don't expect yourself to not ever have that feeling, right? Don't expect yourself not ever to be um, in a, in a state of craving, you, you can, you, you get less and less of it as you practice it over time, but it takes a long time to get there. I love that. And again, you bring, come back to that essence of gratitude and it's just a good segue because it is that one thing I try to hammer. Again, I talk about a feeling and an energy and you talk about gratitude and it's that energy that you can have gratitude for something that you don't even have yet, but you have, but you physically have, but you can mentally project like you do. And I, I just shared this in the recent podcast. I'm like, I, I say this often and I'm like, your, your mind can't tell the difference of what you put in your mind versus what's in your physical reality. It just doesn't, it does, it can't comprehend yeah. the difference. So yeah. using that to our power and can be that way. So would you say then, then the art of manifesting the, you know, into that realm is really the biggest number one thing for, so the listeners can get is that you got to practice gratitude and you can practice gratitude for what you have today, but you can also practice for what it is you see yourself in the future having or experiencing or enjoying and having gratitude. And that's one of the, the beginning processes so that they can at least have a little something to uh, start working on. Yeah. I think, you know, if I, if I could boil it down, I would say, channel gratitude as a way to to live with 100% conviction as though you are what you want to be and that your life experience is what you want it to be and so you know so for me as a writer right so i want i want to be a successful best selling novelist who sells millions of copies of books i have not sold millions of copies of books as we sit here and and, and speak but i i know that i will and i know that each day as I get up and do my work and go about my life, that I am that person that's already happened. And so that keeps you moving on the path to get there because it's, it's not easy to go from not having ever sold a book or, or even having written one, right. To, to, to then starting to sell them. And then you get into the thousands of copies and then you get to a million copies. And so whatever your life's work is, right. It, it, it's realizing that, um, you, you already are that person and, and be grateful for that and realize that the, the benefits that will come from it will be different than what you think they are. And so stop worrying about those benefits, do the work the best you can become the best version of yourself that you can. And it will all, 
it will all fall into place. It will work out better than you can possibly imagine. And that's, I say that with so, so much conviction because all the stuff that I wanted back in March of 2020, it, it's almost all meaningless to me. So, some, some things are, 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 you know, that, that I was, um, were important to me than still are, but the experiences that I've had, even the really difficult ones, um, you know, they just, um, they just turn out so much better than I possibly ever could have imagined once I, once I allowed life to work that way. I love that brother. Um, and I, and I couldn't agree more with you on all this. Um, great, great nuggets of wisdom there at the end here. So Sean, how can everyone find you, follow you, get your books and so forth? Yeah. So, uh, books are available, Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble, all those regular places. The best best place to find me is www.shaun-randall.com. And for everybody on the listening, I'll have that all in the show notes. Go check that out and so much more. Sean, it was an absolute pleasure having you on, brother. I enjoyed our convo, the depth of everything, and just your wisdom and then sharing it with all of us. Um, it's a great reminder to know that we already have everything we do, already have everything we need. Uh it's all within us and we just got to learn how to shift our focus a little bit and have some gratitude. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. This was wonderful. I really appreciate you having me on. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.